This is the Morning Spill Sports Podcast. The Morning Spill Sports Podcast. Starring Jacob, accompanied by Trey and Danny. Let's kick your workday off right. All right, guys, welcome back to the Morning Spill. As always, I'm Jacob. And I'm Trey. All right, Trey. So the schedule has been released. Um, this schedule is still pending, actually, because the whole COVID stuff still going on. Uh, they are talking about maybe moving the first four games and adding them to the end of the season if they have to mm-hmm. push the season back further uh, than what they're anticipating. So yeah. it's still up in the air whether or not football is going to kind of start on schedule but hopefully it does because I know that we all kind of need some like normal, you know, like normal stuff in our lives, you know. Yeah. So to open up the toughness of the schedule, we have and a lot of these teams are tied. I'm not going to go through the tied. I'm just going to list them as they show. Um, so starting with the easiest schedule, going to the hardest schedule, according to uh, NFL. The Colts are number one with the easiest schedule. The Titans follow at number two. The fucking Ravens follow at number three. How is the best team and consider like arguably the best team in the league have the third easiest schedule? Because they've destroyed everybody last season. (laughs) And their losses were like very close losses. Yeah. (laughs) And then at number four, we have the Bears, five, the Cleveland Browns, six, the Los Angeles Chargers, seven, the Detroit Lions, eight for Kansas City Chiefs, uh, nine for Pittsburgh Steelers. The 10th easiest schedule is my Dallas Cowboys. The 11th is Miami Dolphins. 12 is Seattle Seahawks. 13 is Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Minnesota comes in at 14 at the 15th easiest schedule. It is the San Francisco 49ers. The 16th is Arizona Cardinals. 17th is Danny's Green Bay Packers. 18th is Houston Texans. 19th is Jacksonville Jaguars. The 20th is New England Patriots. And kind of getting harder down the list. Uh, 21 is the Philadelphia Eagles. 22 is the Buffalo Bills. 23 is the Cincinnati Bengals, which I feel bad for because they're just going to be god-awful again. Um, Moving on to the 23rd at the New Orleans Saints. Or the the 20... uh, Yeah, the 23rd. Yeah, 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 right. The... No, the, the 24th. 24th is the Saints. 25th is the Redskins, which I feel bad for them because they're trying to do a rebuild. The 26th is the Los Angeles Rams. The 27th is the Las Vegas Raiders. The 28th is the Carolina Panthers. The 29th is the Denver Broncos. And then the New York Jets, the New York Giants, and the team that has the toughest uh, schedule is the Atlanta Falcons which I feel bad for because I think they do have to face like the Saints twice, the Bucks twice, like their yeah, schedule is it, yeah, their their schedule's pretty tough and that division's already 
pretty hard. But with the addition of Gronk and Brady now, it's going to make it a little bit yeah. harder, uh, which sucks. But um, so, do you fully agree with that, or do you think uh, one team has like a tougher schedule and should be lower? Um, you know, honestly, I haven't taken a real deep dive into everyone's like individual schedules. So I would say for now, pending further review, <laughs> I'm going to say that the, the list adds up, but maybe we can make our own list of who we think is, has the tougher schedules. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cause I think this is, I think this is also based on like last year's, winning percentage yeah, for sense. the opposing teams yeah. so i you know I, if they're going off of that i mean it's it's hard to really argue that so you know it would just be the personal side of the toughness schedule which i mean like i said we can still make a little one through 32 who who we think um mm-hmm. but for now we will go over our team's uh schedules danny is not able to join us like he was supposed to because we had technical issues we we were all on the phone earlier today and uh that kind of fell through because we don't we didn't have the uh technical stuff for for danny to record with us so unfortunately he's not with us but he was going to be which is close right like it was literally right there um but he kind of gave me some cliff notes, and so I'm just going to kind of run through uh, how he feels about the season. He thinks that their schedule is tough, but their the biggest opponent is the media, which I actually agree with him on the media part. I think that is literally their biggest opponent. Yeah, I uh, I agree too. Yeah, so he he was saying that if they have a slow start to the season, it could it could pretty much crumble their entire season, which. I think is 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 true. Uh, I think it's true for a lot of teams, though. Like like in, yeah, in, you know it's. It, I think other than maybe the Falcons, right? Because I think they started off like zero and seven, but then they came back and like won every single game. So which I mean, they still weren't able to do anything because they had such a slow start, which proves his yeah. point. And then, like, uh, how me and him were saying, like, how one of the games they play at the beginning is, like, the Lions. And the Lions, like, are a very good early game, early team, you know? Like, they always start the season, like, 4-1 and one or, like, 3-0, and oh, you know? Yeah. Like, their schedule, at the they have a really tough beginning of the half schedule. Yeah, D- Danny was saying that um, when they're healthy, they are a, a scary team to face. And yeah. he, he he's going out with a, a bolder prediction saying that the Lions could finish second as long as everyone stays healthy. Which is not, yeah, that's like a, that's a really like valid point. Cause like they always start getting hurt around like week five and week six and stuff like that. And then they just crumble. Yeah. Well, but, like, I mean, last season Stafford, games, Stafford went down, the running back went down. So yeah. Um, and then he, he thinks the, the hardest part of, about their schedules after a short week, they have to play your 49ers. Yeah. That's which, rough on them. <laughs> yeah. It definitely sucks. Uh, he thinks the, he thinks, however, the two times that they do face the Vikings that they're going to win both times because he, he thinks the, because they drafted a receiver to replace Diggs, right? Mm-hmm. So he, he doesn't think that he's basically Diggs. 
yeah. qualified yet. He he still has yeah. to make his mark in in, in the season. Uh, but he does say that the second half of the season will start to get easier. The I think the biggest one that really stuck out to me, he's saying that he thinks that they could lose against the Colts, just like a pure fluke kind of thing. Um, yeah. And then, of course, beating the Bears when they face, and then he thinks that they also will lose against the Lions uh, on their road game on the road game. So. Mm-hmm. He he actually has them going eleven and five, which they went thirteen and three last season. And I asked him why he thinks that they're going to do worse this season. And you know he thinks it's just because the the toughness of the schedule, especially for the beginning half, is it's really going to be a make or break at, at that point. So which is I mean they they do have a tougher beginning of the schedule, but. I mean, it's it's the Packers and it's Aaron Rodgers and it's his Aaron Rodgers magic bullshit and he's gonna pull something out of his ass anyways. <laughs> so I, I don't yeah, think he has to. He say, always does. I, I think they're gonna go like another fucking thirteen and three. And I, I hate saying that, but I think that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, I could I could see that too. Like you never count out Aaron Rodgers. Like even if you go st- uh, statistically, like the schedule and breaking it down, which Danny did very well. Um, I still think you have to take into account that it is Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers is a, in a sense, a football God. (laughs) Yeah. So his, his breakdown, just since he's not here, I want to be able to at least fully extend it for him. Uh, The, the recaps of the weeks, uh, week one is a win. Week two is a win. Week three is a loss. Week four is a win. They're bye week. And then coming off their bye week, he's predicting that they lose um, back-to-back wins, another loss, a win, a loss, back-to-back wins, a loss, and then the last three games are wins. So, which, I mean, if if, if that's the case, you know, the back half of the schedule, that that's what explains so many back-to-back wins. But what about your 49ers? Um, honestly, like, I think we were, well, we ranked like 15 for like the easiest schedule. Yeah. And I, I would have to agree with that. Um, we have like some tough teams, but overall, like I, I could see us like still going pretty good, but I still think Seattle has a way easier schedule than us. So I'm actually going to go out on a limb and say, I think. The like Seattle beats us one time and they they get like the upper hand on the schedule, and I want to switch it around and say like we go eleven and five and Seattle goes thirteen and three or we go like twelve and four and Seattle takes the division and we just come in as like a very very good wild card. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. So week one, we play against Arizona, and I'm I'm not all on the Arizona hype. I think in the long run, they'll be scary. But as of right now, I'm I'm not scared of Arizona at all. Like that was the biggest thing. Everyone was like, "Oh, dude, that Arizona team looks good." I'm like, "Yeah, but we also blew them out like every single game we played them." Yeah. So maybe if like they were they were close games, then I'd be like, "Okay, yeah, Arizona's might like come in and and do good." But we blew them out every time we played them. Yeah, and and DeAndre Hopkins is still gonna have to build uh, chemistry with Kyler chemistry. Murray. So yeah, 
So I and then even with that Isaiah Simmons um pick, like uh our offensive line is really good and our running backs are really good and really fast and agile. Our tight end is phenomenal, and that's who that linebacker is gonna be watching most of the time. So I I don't see Isaiah Simmons being able to shut down George Kittle at all, or even come close sorry, excuse me, uh close to it, or being able to shut down Raheem Moster, um, or Tevin Coleman. Like, at all. Um, but Arizona, chalk it up as a win. Then we go to New York and play the Jets. I'm chalking that up as a win. Um, then we play the Giants. You know, speaking, Again, I'm gonna chalk- speaking of, of Jets really quick, just, just because I completely forgot until you said Jets. What's their deal with signing Frank Gore when they have Le'Veon Bell? I, I don't know. That was the I stupidest really thing that I saw. I, I don't understand it at all. Like me me neither. Like he needs to retire. Is that like <laughs> Yeah. I think I think Frank needs to retire. Like I love Frank to death. I think I honestly personally think he's a Hall of Fame running back. Um But yeah, he is his 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 hourglass is coming already came to an end and he just yeah. keeps coming back he keeps flipping it over yeah he, i was about to say he keeps flipping it over <laughs> or he keeps like opening it and just adding more sand yeah <laughs> and it's like eventually that thing's gonna break bro <laughs> uh yeah it's it's stupid i i i, I didn't see the point yeah um but go, go ahead with your schedule. schedule yeah sorry um the giants are a very tricky team for me um i still think we win but saquon could also fucking go off yeah that's true and just score and then just like just so happen to keep up with us and then get like a touchdown at the end um but i'm still gonna chalk that up as a win but a very close win just because i don't know why but i just have something fluky about this game Especially because it's in New York too, so right. Um, then we play the Eagles, which I think will beat the Eagles. I'm not very scared of them. Um, and then we're because we're also at home. Then we play the Dolphins at home. I think we'll beat the Dolphins. Um, then we play the Rams. I could see, I could see the Rams beating us. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna chalk that. Actually, no, I'm chalking that up as a win. Scratch that. Um, play the Patriots at home. I don't know that defense is still fierce. Um, they really don't have any linebackers now though, so I feel like our run game is gonna be fire. Um, and they they really they're running a rookie quarterback for, or a uh, a sophomore quarterback who threw four passes last year. Yeah, and one of them was an interception. <laughs> so you know it's like <laughs> um chalking that up as a win um then we play seattle in seattle and i'm gonna chalk that up as a loss um seattle is still fierce um real quick did you hear this thing where cam newton's like fine to a backup role and seattle was kind of considering grabbing cam newton i and, see i like this and trading russell wilson to the browns 
Yeah, I heard the the that rumor came from like 2017 or th- uh, 2018 for Wilson. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I, from what, from my understanding is that Cam doesn't want to be a backup anywhere. But mm. I think the this newest source said something about him taking a backup position. Yeah, just so that he doesn't end up like jobless. Yeah, but uh, I think if they do sign Cam Newton, that's a big fucking slap in the face to um, Russell Wilson. Oh, yeah. Because Russell Wilson does not ever get hurt. Like, I can't name a time where Russell Wilson has been has sat out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Russell Wilson's still a top five quarterback. Arguably, like, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, most um, definitely. <laughs> yeah, like, 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 I know there's Drew Brees and there's Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, but honestly, like, well-rounded Russell Wilson possibly is one of the is the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> it's it's a it's a very good argument. Um, yeah, you could definitely make a case off of it. Yeah, and he's he's never disappointed. He's always had phenomenal seasons. Seattle is always up there. I I can't remember the last time they missed playoffs either. Yeah, they've been pretty consistent. Yeah, so like, instead of like. Cam Newton going to like the Steelers or something smart like that, or like to put a fire under a quarterback, like you throw him in Denver, something like that. But no, you Seattle considers him like that's just a straight kick in the nuts to fucking Russell Wilson. Oh yeah, and you know I and you know I hate Seattle, but that's just stupid on their half. Um, but I'm chalking that up as a loss against Seattle. Um, then we play the Packers. Um, we're at home, so I think that's why we will we will beat them. Um, last time we played the Packers, or last two times we played the Packers, we completely spanked them. And to Danny's point is, I think they're kind of incomplete right now. So, yeah, I, I'm going to chalk that up as a win. Then we play Saints at home. Granted, we beat them at home last year. I think the Saints will beat us this year just because they've added very good weapons. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, so now we have to worry about multiple receivers. Um, they added Malcolm Jenkins, so that's another safety up top that um, can slow down Kittle, that can keep up with Debo. Um, so I'm chalking that up as a loss. We play LA. Um, I'm chalking that up as a win. And uh, yeah. And then we play the Bills, which the Bills are very, very scary. It's a very scary team for me. Yeah, um, I agree. We do play that. We do play them at home, so I think that's going to be our advantage. But I'm actually going to chalk that up as a loss, just because now they have a lot of firepower for Josh um, Allen to throw to, and we don't have enough DBs to keep up. <laughs> um, so I'm chalking that up as a loss. Then we play the Skins, which we're going to dominate. Cause, and we also play at home, so we're even going to dominate more. I mean, we we barely beat them last year, but it was also raining, and we were in Washington, and it was pouring. It wasn't even like a light rain. like It was pouring. Jimmy couldn't throw at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then, uh, then we play you guys. We play the boys um, in Dallas. I'm 
actually going to chalk that up as a loss. Um, the Cowboys are very fierce, especially at home in Dallas. It's towards the bottom half of the season, so it's going to be fucking cold. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm i actually going to chalk that up as a loss. Then we play Arizona at Arizona. That's going to be a spanking. We're going to spank them again. Then Seattle, again, as always, we played them the last week, and that's probably going to be like the make or break kind of thing. Um, we're at home. I'm going to chalk that one up as a win. Um, so I guess my schedule, what I thought we were going to go, is wrong at first. Win, 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 I guess I didn't look over our schedule that that good. <laughs> so that's one loss, two loss, three loss, four. Okay, yeah, yeah. So we'll go like 12 and four. I mean, it's still a really great season. Yeah. Um, but that's just my guesses. You know, we could yeah. fucking go three and like... One in fucking six. I mean, well, one in I mean, obviously, no one knows how this is going to go because you know injuries or you know new yeah. teams that are you know had the addition from the drafts could just spark instantly. So like you know the the season's never really set in stone yes. with wins and losses. You know, like it's it it's always up in the air because your team could have a fluke loss or a fluke win too. You know. Yeah. So. So like, there's. The, but that's my guess because I mean I did I did call a couple fluky games where we could lose yeah but I still chalk them up as wins um, <laughs> but we relevantly kind of have a easy but tough schedule I feel like with the Patriots if Brady was still there we it would be a very closer game um, but because he's not and because they're they've legit lost like a lot of players on the defensive side like all like their number one star is a corner. That's not what you want on your defense. You know, you want a linebacker or you want a defensive lineman to be your star player, but they have a corner. So that says a lot about the Patriots right now. Right. Um, and then, yeah. And then the, the Cowboys, I, fuck, I can't remember the last time we played the Cowboys in season. Yeah, it's been a while. It was like, it's been a while. So, guys, I thought we were supposed to play last season. One. I, didn't we play in, like, preseason? I think that's what it was. But I thought we were supposed to play regular season last year. I, I might have looked at the wrong thing. But I could have sworn we were supposed to. And then, like, as the season was ending, I was like, wait, when did we play the 49ers? <laughs> yeah. Because I thought it was supposed to be our really... last game. No, I but... guess not. Yeah, because I thought, I thought we were supposed to play each other last year, too. But I guess they switched it up and didn't. But it's been a while since we've got to play you guys. So And yeah. that was, like... That's like it historically like one of the best NFC like NFC rivalries. Yeah. Know? So that'll be fun. You guys stay tuned for that. Me and Jacob will probably like either live stream or do something special for that game. Yeah. I would do the same with Danny and his Packers, but we don't want to see him cry on camera. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, well I mean you know, I, I always have high expectations for my Cowboys, and I, I, I would always love to just be like, yeah, we're going to go, you know, 14-2 and two or, you know, 12-4. and four. But the reality is, is 
there's always something that happens that makes us an eight and eight team, and I cannot stand it. Like it just it infuriates me with the star power that we have, but. And, you know, every single season, it's always like, this is our season. Like, this is the one. Um, and once again, I'm going to jump on that train. This is the season that we go 12 and 4. <laughs> like, I can feel it. Um, Andy and Dalton, bro. It, it, you know, <laughs> we, week one, we open up against the Rams. And honestly, that one's, I feel like the first three games could potentially be losses. Um I'm, the last time we played the Rams, we spanked them, scoring like 40 points on them. Um, but, you know, Cowboys just have a weird thing where they can beat really good teams and get demolished by really bad teams. So, not saying that Rams are like a really bad team, but it, sometimes no, it's are. just kind of fluky. But if we if this goes the way that I think, week one, we should we should win against the Rams. Week two against the Falcons, that should be an easy W as well. Week three, you know, that one's actually up in the air for me. I feel like we could win, but at the same time, you know, it's it's the Seahawks. Like they're a tough yeah. team to to really get. And by. you're at cent and you're at Century Week. Yeah. So I I'm actually going to chalk that one as the loss. Um Cleveland Browns at home, we should we should beat them. We should beat the Browns. Mm-hmm. Giants at home, that one's a sneaky one because for whatever reason, the Giants love winning on our field. Um, yeah, they so, do. Uh, for, <laughs> they really for, do. For the sake of the purpose, though, I'm counting that one as a win. But um, like I said, I, 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 I think it could go either way. Uh, Cardinals, yeah, I think, is a win. A yeah. Uh, Redskins, I think, is a win. I think we take the first game against the Eagles and the next yeah, is the, the Steelers. Philly. Yeah, in Philly. The the next is the Steelers and I think we take that one too. We go on bye. We come back from bye against the Vikings. I think we lose against the Vikings. Um, you know, once again, our our strength is not in our back half of defense and Thielen, I think, is just going to tear it up. Uh, well, we don't have to worry about digs anymore, so that's nice. But you know, we we still lost out on on Byron Jones, so that was our pretty much number one shutdown corner. And now that he's not there, like he, you know, no one's going to be there to kind of stash away Thielen. Um, Redskins again. I mean, ideally, we should be able to beat Redskins twice. Um, I think so. Ravens. I'm counting that as a loss. Bengals should definitely 100% be a smash blowout in freaking Ohio. Um, mm-hmm. 49ers, I actually take that one as a loss. And then the next Eagle game, I'm also taking as... I want it to be a win, but I think it's going to be a loss. And the Giants could potentially be a, a loss right there at the end. And... The reason why I say that, because one, ideally, I like I said, I think we can go twelve and four, and if if we if I keep it the way that I would like, I would say the Seahawks, the Vikings, the Ravens, and the Forty ers the like those would be our four losses. Uh, mm-hmm. But I I know how Cowboys play in December, and they play god awful. And the four games in December plus the one coming out at the beginning of uh, January, which is the Ravens, Bengals, 49ers, Eagles, Giants. 
those very well could be five losses right there just because we don't play good in December. So, um, it was, uh, it was kind of funny. I was watching like a American dad the other day and, uh, they were, uh, Stan's a Redskins fan because they live in, um, Langley falls, which is in, uh, Washington. Right. And, uh, uh, Washington DC. Um, and they it was Thanksgiving and he went to the Redskins home because they were playing the Cowboys and like they're like the Cowboys were, fans are like super nice to him and stuff. And then at the end, Klaus was like, wait a minute, but don't the don't the Cowboys always play in uh, Dallas on Thanksgiving? And then they just all look at him like, why are you poking holes? And he's like, what? The nerds at Comic-Con are going to wonder are going to ask this question. <laughs> <laughs> It's like so they just addressed it right there. <laughs> like we know the Cowboys play in Dallas all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um I I think if if I keep it realistic though, we're probably going to go 10 and 6. And probably because we're going to lose against the four that I still listed. Um the the and Seahawks, Ravens, more. 49ers and uh Vikings and then I think the the two other losses will be once from the Giants and once from the Eagles. So there is something though that is very interesting and very special with this Cowboy season. And I I heard it because I was listening to uh Mike Taylor driving home one day and Mike Taylor in the San Antonio area. If, if you're in the San Antonio area, probably know him as the mayor of sports in, in our little, little city, um, which actually he lives in Oahu right now. So, Oh wow. Yeah. I thought that was kind of funny, but uh, anyways, he, he, he brought it up on, on his show and I thought it was a great little uh, interesting fact so something very special about the Cowboys season this this year is that we get the bird gauntlet. And if you don't know what the bird gauntlet is, it means that we face all five of the bird teams this season. Oh, yeah, you the, do. the Falcons, Seahawks, <laughs> Cardinals, Eagles and Ravens. Now, another little interesting fact that comes along with that riding along the coattails is that no one has been able to beat the bird gauntlet since 1992. That was the last time someone beat all five of the bird teams, which I think only happens in like five to seven year increments that a team gets to face all five of the bird teams. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's happened, you know, two or three times since then, since the 90s. Um, but, you know, it's... It's something that I honestly, I would love to be able to be like, yeah, this season we took on the bird gauntlet and we won. But dude, the Ravens, I, there's just I don't think there's any way that we can beat the Ravens. They're fire. Yeah, honestly. like I, I just I, I don't know, like the the running aspect of it, maybe. Um, as long as like uh, Jalen Smith and Vander Esch stay healthy. Like maybe we can stop the the run game, but I mean it's it's hard to even fathom stopping Lamar Jackson, you know. Yeah, 
Like it's just it's it's tough to put that into a concept. So uh, I don't know, but I, I mean, it it would be nice to to like I said to say that we beat beat the bird gauntlet. That'd be, that's pretty cool. That's that's really cool. Yeah. So there it is. The toughness. Um, we'll, we'll we'll make our own toughness. I also wanted because I don't know if you saw it, but ESPN put out a list of the hundred greatest basketball players of all time. Did you take a look at that list? I did not. Is it bad? Yo, I uh, I <laughs> I want to make our own list because I don't know how I feel about it, and it's it's probably going to go off of like um personal feelings probably for both of us um mm-hmm. but yeah no, we already well, did a no, we already number, did a top 5 before yeah uh but they they released Oh no we made a starting lineup scratch yeah, that. We starting made a starting lineup. lineup they they did um number 1 obviously with Michael Jordan and number two was LeBron James, which I find very hard for number two. And then like number three was like Bill Russell and Wilt Chamberlain. And I think number eight or seven was Tim Duncan. And then I think number nine was Kobe and number 10 was Shaq. Like, I don't know how I felt about it, honestly, but I was I not too, I was not too excited when I saw that <laughs> list. Cause I was like, no, like I don't. I just did not understand it, but I think a lot of it, like if we make a list, I think a lot of it would come from personal preference from like the late nineties up until now, you know? Yeah. Because I think Kevin Durant wasn't even in like the top 15. So. It, wow. Yeah. It, it, it was, wow. it was a weird <laughs> list, but maybe it's because That's I'm just it. like personally thinking about it. But like I, I definitely feel like number one is probably still gonna be Jordan, but I think number two is Kobe. Like I yeah. but that might just be personal preference, you know. But at the yeah. same time, like when you think about it, when like a lot of people will just look at championships or look at rings, right? So you would think number one would be Bill Russell because he has eleven, you know? Yeah. But when you like I think when you try to put it in terms of talent and skills, it's it's hard to even compile a list because you're putting centers up against point guards and power forwards up against point guards or shooting guards. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. two entirely different positions. Well, like pretty much there's three distinctions. Either you're a point guard or small forward or you're a power forward or you're a center, you know, like I think mm-hmm. those are the three because I would say the one, two and three are fairly similar and and yeah. position talent one and size two. skill one and two one and one and two definitely yeah one and two for sure but like i feel like you know you can you could get away with you know the small forward being a, a yeah. point guard you know yeah so i don't know but we'll 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 make two sets of lists we'll we'll do a, the toughness of the nfl schedule and our own i would say like top 10 top 20 I don't, i'm not going to sit here and do 100 but like maybe yeah. <laughs> top ten for sure, top twenty maybe depending on how I'm feeling. Um, cause I yeah I think that whole top ten was just a a, a huge dumpster dumpster truck fire. It was it was weird. I did not like it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so look forward to newer episodes of that coming out. Hopefully, sports will come back soon because we miss you. 
Um, other than that, Trey, you got any last words? Uh, let's go Niners. All right. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in and listening. As always, I'm Jacob. And I'm Trey. to the morning spill sports podcast podcast make sure to check us out on twitter and on instagram and feel free to shoot us a message until next time